Please pray with me. Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. You may be seated. Well, I have to admit that whenever I read passages like the gospel lesson we heard this morning, that my first reaction is to judge the crowds, is to say to myself, what blind fools, what self-obsessed sinners, did they not just eat the five loaves that fed the 5,000? And don't you think they've heard about how Jesus walked across the sea last night, and about all the people that he has healed, and about that time he turned the water into wine? And haven't they sat at his feet and heard from his own mouth the words that we find so precious, we bind them up in a golden book and stand to hear them read? How, after all that, can they still just dismiss him? Still just say, ah, that's Joseph's boy. We know his family. Where does he get off saying these things? Now, perhaps, my rather self-righteous shock at their reaction actually distracts me from what Jesus has said. Perhaps, I only hear what Jesus has actually said through pious and long-churched ears that blunt and domesticate his words. Because the truth is, if I stand back for a moment, if I try to hear what, that, what Jesus has said as they would have heard it, if I try to hear it as if I haven't heard it a thousand times before, then I have to admit that it is truly shocking that they kind of have a point, that what he says is shocking even after you take into consideration all the other things he has said and done. Moses and Elijah and the other prophets, after all, performed miracles much like the ones Jesus performed. And they taught things much like the things Jesus had taught. But none of them claimed the things that Jesus is claiming. I am the bread that came down from heaven. Something better than what your ancestors ate in the wilderness. Just that, even if Jesus were to just say, I give you bread from heaven, which is not what he says. Even if he were to just say, I give you bread from heaven, that would still be shocking. Because that would be to claim equality with Moses. And none of the prophets have done that. But Jesus doesn't claim equality with Moses. He rather boldly asserts that he's something greater than Moses. In fact, infinitely greater. He just doesn't provide bread from heaven. He is himself bread come down from heaven. And what's more, that bread that Moses gave, it was great and all. But the people who ate it, they got hungry again. And they eventually died. Jesus says, it's not like that with the bread that I claim to be. The bread that I claim to be defeats need, and death itself. 
what Jesus is claiming there is still even more fantastic. He's claiming that he has come to undo the curse. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, the Lord God said to our first parents when they had turned their backs on him. Until you return to the ground, for dust you are and to dust you shall return. Since that day in the garden, bread was something striven for and worked for and toiled for day in and day out only to hold the inevitable victory of death off for a few more fleeting moments. Jesus is saying, not anymore. The bread that I am the bread that has come down from heaven is not bread you could work for, not bread you could ever earn by the sweat of your brow. And it will do much more than simply hold death at bay for another day. It will obliterate death all together. This is so much more than anything Moses ever claimed or Elijah or any of the other prophets. And so it's no wonder that the people are shocked. No one could claim the things that Jesus claims except the one who had seen the Father, except the one who had come down from heaven. No one who could claim these things except the Son of God, except God himself. And so should we be surprised when they say, Wait a minute. Sure, he's done great things. But undo the curse. Undo the human condition. And sure, he's said a lot of great things. Sure, he's a great teacher, a prophet even. But come on. We know his folks. He's just like the rest of us. How can he possibly claim to have seen the Father? How can he possibly claim to be God? What Jesus has said is more than ridiculous. It's more than scandalous. It is the very height of blasphemy, unless, of course, it's true. C.S. Lewis famously wrote, famously wrote that a man who was merely a man and said the things that Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher he would be a lunatic on a level with a man who claims to be a poached egg or else he would be the devil himself. Either this man was and is the son of God or he's a madman or something worse. That is the choice that lay before the crowds that day. And whether we like it or not, it's the choice that lay before us this morning, we have all come here before Jesus, not of our own doing, but drawn by the Father, drawn by that same divine force that draws all humanity to the Father. Since that day in the garden, we have all, whether we know it or not, been looking for the undoing of the curse, looking for the bread that gives life to the world, the bread that Jesus audaciously claims to be. And that same bread, which we 
audaciously claim to have on offer here this morning in Gilbertsville. You see, in a few moments, a few short moments, I will stand before each of you with your hands outstretched and hold before your eyes a rather measly scrap of bread. Really a tiny morsel that only qualifies as bread by the most technical of definitions. And I will tell you, I will declare to you, to your faces, that it is in fact the body of Christ, the flesh given for the life of the world. That it is the bread of heaven, something better than our ancestors ate in the wilderness. And I will place it in your hands, this thing which I say undoes the curse. And you will say to me, Amen, agreeing with all my claims. And take that bread into yourselves. Now that will make of all of us either lunatics or liars, either fools or frauds. And it will make of the one that we claim to speak for either a madman or something worse. It will be more than ridiculous more than scandalous. It will be the very height of blasphemy. Unless, of course, it's true. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.